Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. Nice. Oh man, Andy Reid left his LaCroix here, empty, and I dropped it on the table. <laughs> oh I man. Had that one. What was that? I haven't had that this, one. This uh, peanut phrase, pineapple strawberry? Yeah, I've had a lot of LaCroix, but I haven't had that one. Um, I'm not a LaCroix fan. Uh, no. I wish I was, because I feel like the people who like it love it. You know, it's good stuff. It's it seems good, but I it just it isn't <laughs> to me. I don't know. I don't know why. I'm just gonna move this a little bit so I can see you. Um, I'm Michael Dupree, and I'm pretty sure I turned my oven off <laughs> before I left. <laughs> oh man, that's the worst feeling. Yeah, I get that feeling even when I didn't use my oven all week. I'll leave in the morning and I'll be like, "Did I turn my oven off last week?" <laughs> Absolutely. It's like that with the iron, too. I feel like that. I don't know why. Yeah. I was raised to believe that if you left the iron on, the whole house goes down. Yep. You know. And it's like, realistically, like, if I used my oven at noon and I leave it on for three hours and then I go back, my house isn't going to be burned down from having an empty oven at 375 <laughs> for three hours. People cook Thanksgiving turkeys all day at at temps, at certain temps. <laughs> Some some undetermined temp. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, if my house is burned down from uh, 375, uh, being on 375 for three hours, maybe it deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> it was time. Maybe it was time. Yeah. Oh, man. I hope that's not happening right now, though. That, that would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. <absolutely>. <laughs> if you've never listened to the Michael the Pre Variety Hour before, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> Why? It's a mandatory podcast. So you're breaking the law, buddy, and you should turn yourself in. Oh, man. But it is an art showcase and comedy show where we feature local musicians, painters, poets, sculptors, uh, actors, directors, writers, artists from and around and beyond the Detroit area. Detroit, Michigan, not Detroit, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And today is no different because today we are joined by Alice in Wonderland, a.k.a. Al Wu. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank I you just, very much. I feel like I just dipped into a, ma- a total like radio host voice just then. Welcome to the show. <laughs> That's all right. This so, is make-believe right now. Al Wu. <laughs> That's how I'm going to talk. I think I might have more listeners if I... Uh... <laughs> Not that I don't have good um, listener base, but... Uh... Feel like if I talked more, uh, if I had a more unique voice, I think gimmicks work. Gimmicks do work. Which is like, what if I had a super annoying bad. voice, like just talk like this the whole <laughs> that time? That might be the ticket. Yeah, that might be the ticket. Welcome to the show. From every corner of the world, want to hear that? <laughs> every single person of the world listening to the Michael the Right Hour. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll try it. Maybe I'll try that for Halloween. Which, by the way. Is coming up this week. <laughs> this episode is being released, at least. Uh, I think that's how math works. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out. Th- this Wednesday is Halloween. Can you believe it? 
It's already you, here. That's so wild. Yeah. I'm like the worst at Halloween, so. When you, how, do you, how do you be worst at a holiday? Uh, I just never prepare. Like everybody uh, else, I feel like really thinks about it, puts in a considerable amount of effort to, mm-hmm. you know, what are we doing? I just. To it, have a group costume. I feel like Halloween scares me. Like it just, that's, that's, Halloween itself is what just hops up on me out of the darkness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how Halloween works. <laughs> the responsibility of Halloween scares you. <laughs> Whoa. It's really eerie. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I, I yeah I always I, I I say that Halloween is like my favorite holiday because I just love the atmosphere and the spookiness and the whole thing, uh, but I never plan ahead like like yeah, like you said I never plan ahead for a costume or anything and then it comes and it's too late and then I don't wear a costume and I feel sad. But also, what am I gonna wear a co- just in my house? <laughs> that one goes trick or treating where I live in Detroit, <laughs> so it's just like I just hang out in my costume at home. They should have, like, actually, this is a terrible idea. I was going to say something. I'll say it anyway. But, like, if they had like, adult trick-or-treating and, like, mm. people, adults, walked from house to house and got, like, little, like, beers oh, or, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> handed out something like that. But then I, I could see that going south really fast, My uh, actually. <laughs> my friends, uh, uh, Rob and Megan, they uh, they actually do that kind of. They Well, they, well they, they don't walk around, but they... You know, they pass out candy. They they're the cool house. They say they pass out full size candy bars, and then they give like little like uh, uh, shooters to the 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 adults. See? Yeah, they give them like little fireball or or Jack Daniels shooters. That's great. Yeah, it's good stuff. See, makes me want so to move to Lakeland, Ohio, <laughs> just to go trick or treating at their house, <laughs> or I could just go buy a fifth of something. <laughs> there you go. That would work too. No, but yeah, I th- I agree. It would have to be an organized event, though, like yeah. adult trick or treating. Yeah, you can't just expect it. No, we should we should take Halloween away from the children and give it to the adults. I mean, they have everything else. They do, you know. And it's like snows on Halloween now. That never used to happen. <laughs> like, is it snowed? I don't think it's snowed I guess last I don't year. Pay attention to Halloween, I remember a couple honestly. years ago it snowed on Halloween. That's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Santa, you have your fucking holiday. God. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, Alice in Wonderland, uh, Al Wu. What what should I call you? What should I call you? I mean, Al Wu. Yeah, let's go with Al Wu. It's like simple. Yeah. Al Wu. Mm -hmm. A-L space W-U. That's it. A-L space (laughs) W-U. Where are you uh, originally from? Um, Where do you hail? I'm like originally, originally from Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I was born in Muskogee, Oklahoma. What were you doing there? Um, just you know. Were you lost? <laughs> <laughs> My mom is from there, oh. so I had like family in Muskogee. I didn't know anybody lived in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know either. Honestly, I've kind of forgotten it. So it was a place I'm like, what's over yeah. there? But um, no, I mean Oklahoma's it's cool, you know. Um. <laughs> Lived there for a while, lived in Missouri for a while, mm. and um, ended up in Detroit when I was in middle school, and um, then I've just kind of been here since then. Wow. So. How you like? How you liking it? <laughs> you know, I went on like a roller coaster ride with Detroit, because like when I first oh. got here, I was like, yeah. It's too, not, not Oklahoma. Yeah, it just, yeah, it was just too much. It was too much. Um, I felt like a, enough wasn't happening, mm-hmm. and I was like, there's so much that can happen. What's going on? Yeah. Um, just like a, in in what way, like uh, culturally or socially, um, like yeah, in terms of I, it's like 
economic deprivation is just, you know, what you see. It is like, man, there's there's so much space, though. And you see, like, the the, the architecture to me, like, was the first thing that stood out. It's yeah. like, there's so much beautiful, can we guess? I did Shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I forgot. See, it just blended in with the comment in my head. Like, what did, did you? Cuss? I'm trying okay. to cuss less. Uh, but then the first swear word I use this podcast is is fuck. So, yeah. not working out for me. And I totally gave you unedited stuff anyway. So whatever. yeah. All right. <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah. And so I just thought that was really weird. And um, but then I don't know. I kind of found like my little circle of friends, and like it worked out. And. Detroit was like, okay, okay. I like it. <laughs> I got teased out. a lot because apparently I had like a country accent, which I didn't realize I had. So Do you? Or did you? I did. Oh. And I didn't realize it up until I like called a friend and I, that I hadn't talked to in Missouri for a while. And um, to hear him talk, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> What's a Missouri accent sound like? Um... I mean, it's just a little southern. It's just not quite. It's not like Tennessee southern, so but like just like a soft touch. A little. I I can't do it. A little soft touch. <laughs> Actually, that was pretty good. I Hello, feel like I'm from Missouri. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. It's kind of yeah. It's right there, perfect. Nailed it. I I try. I'm trying to get like because you know there's so many different kinds of southern accents. You know, like there's the the the, the Texas accent, but there's. <laughs> It's also like the I'm from Alabama accent. <laughs> they're, they're they're different. I'm yeah, trying to yeah. try to understand the the differences between them. I think North Carolina has the best Southern accent because it's like so su- it's so subtle. Like well, depends <laughs> some some people like some people have very thick accents, but like I think I feel like North Carolina has such like a refined Southern accent. I don't know. I'll take it. <laughs> you I'll can't it. can't have. <laughs> You're from Detroit now. Absolutely. You have a Midwestern accent. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Woo, woo. woo Detroit what? Detroit what? <laughs> I remember I was living in Missouri when like Eminem first hit, and oh, uh, that was that was kind of cool. Oh yeah, be like I mean, oh when you to when eventually you moved like to get to Detroit and yeah. be like, yeah, Detroit what? See Eight Mile. I'm from a city. Oh man, Eight Mile. <laughs> I remember when Eight Mile was released, and I thought it was like just for Detroit. Like I didn't think that <laughs> I didn't think anyone from outside of Detroit would watch it because it's like, oh, why does anyone? Why would anyone hear about Eight Mile? <laughs> But they did, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah, it worked out big time. So uh, when uh, when did you start making music? Um, I've been writing things that rhyme for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think since like fifth grade. <laughs> but um, like actually taking music seriously uh, a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, and actually, no, like recording a couple of years ago and then taking it seriously. Even more so this, like, 2018. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But a lot has happened. Like, a lot has happened in yeah. 2018. So it's been pretty cool. Uh, just personally or just uh, or globally? Um, I mean, I don't want to say globally. What, what, <laughs> I, mean, uh, I mean, a lot of has happened in the world. In yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in terms of, yeah, in terms of the music. Yeah. The music, uh, a lot has happened. So. Yeah. And, yes, globally, a lot has happened as mm-hmm. well, too. <laughs> but uh what 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 changed uh for you this year? Um well I I uh I just wrapped up Dally, Dally in the Alley, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Yeah. Um and yeah, that experience, so many people come into Midtown Detroit and it's just an amazing party and it's you know, for people who don't know what Dally in the Alley is, it's um Who are you? 
It's a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a like a music festival. Um, so yeah, it started as like a like just like a block party kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's an overgrown block party, mm. and um, it's, it's cool. Like the the houses in the neighborhood or in that space all kind of agree to, you know, okay, fine, we can we'll you know commit to participating in having this wild party in our backyard mm-hmm. um, and streets for day, yeah all through the streets and uh go for it so um it's been going on for like 34 mm-hmm. years yeah um yeah. i feel like in the last couple of years though it's, it's really started to blow up yeah like i remember i feel like I, I might be i might be wrong but i feel like when i went in like um other i think it was 2013 um it was like it was still just like an alley and like maybe one street mm-hmm. and now it's like a whole freaking section of Midtown, like I feel like yeah. the streets completely closed off, like yeah. for it. It's it's wild, mm-hmm. like all all the whole freaking area. Yeah, it gets crazy. It gets crazy. I mean, not like violent crazy. I don't want to also give, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. just the, the the volume is uh, it's really cool, and to to watch it like yeah. grow is pretty cool too. It is. It is awesome. So, uh, you was this was your first time performing at at Delhi? Yeah. And yeah. uh, t- t- tell me a little bit about that experience, like that, what that felt like. Um, well, the first thing that I thought was amazing, I had a, I had a pretty cool time. Like I was on pretty late in the, in the mm-hmm. evening. So um, that's when it really gets, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's party time. Everybody's, you know. That's such a good slot for Dylan. Well, uh, you know, imbibed and all that good stuff. <laughs> so. Um, that was cool, and I I invited um I I work with in the theater and dance department at Wayne State University, so I know a lot of dancers and all that good stuff. And I was like, you know, it would be really cool to bring um some dancers out and all that good stuff. So I had um a dancer join me, uh, Brooklyn Parks. Shout out, shout um, out, and. Everybody just loved it. My brother was there. Um, he's actually he's a producer and he raps as well. And um, we did like that is my I feel my my stomach. I don't know if you hear that. I'm like, is that catching on them? Is that check mix? I, I know. I was like the check mix was not enough. <laughs> um, oh, I totally heard. I actually, that. should have had real breakfast. Uh, I thought it was me for a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, my brother he uh, he produces and he raps as well. Uh, so. He performed, and he also plays bass, so uh, he did a live little bass performance on the show, so that was amazing. Um, my best friend is a singer, and we yeah, we have a couple songs together, so she performed as well. Um, so it was just like a lot of good uh, energy of like people around me that I know, and people from the university who were there, and people, I mean, just all kinds of people. The, the energy was like, great it was it was really uh it was really awesome so nice i've never performed in you know in front of that many people so yeah that was cool you gotta imagine it's like intoxicating (laughs) yeah yeah i Um, mean really it's just it's just i don't know if it's like intoxicating mm -hmm. but like it is fun it's like it's like when you're having a really good conversation with somebody Mm -hmm. and it's like okay you know you say something and then you know, you get a good response, and it's like, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, like so. a great conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about your name a little bit. So uh, your uh, name is, uh, your per- performer name is Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. spelled A-L-E-X-Y-N-W-U-N-D-R-L-A-N-D, uh, yes. but also go by Al Wu. 
Uh, where did you, uh, how did you come up with that uh, name? Um, well, actually, my my birth name is Allison. So I thought it would right. be cool to incorporate uh, my name into this rap name. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a kid, I got called Alice in Wonderland. And I always, I hated it. Like, uh, it was, yeah, it was like mockingly, you know. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, when you start going through like rap names and ideas, and it's like, hmm. <laughs> mm, that was cool. But then, you know, actually, like, reading the story of Alice in Wonderland and, like, watching the movie, it's like, this is deep. Yeah. Like, like wait, like, this is actually a really cool story and, like, life metaphor. So um, I feel like the story just really resonated with me and, and how I um, approach um, my writing and storytelling and stuff like that. So, nice. um yeah, I thought it worked out. And then uh, in high school, for some reason, I just started getting called Al Wu. I don't really know how that started. The person <laughs> just said it. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. I like that. And um, so then when I when I thought about Alice in Wonderland and Al Wu, I was like, well, how can I how can I maybe, you know, combine those ideas? And um, that's where A-L in the Allison and W-U in the Wonderland kind of was like, okay. Uh, it's kind of homage nice. to that, too, so. And, it, and sometimes, you know, just Alice in Wonderland is too long sometimes. So just being able to say Al Wu, yeah. you know. And I say that it's the a lot easier to ad lib Al Wu. Yeah. Than Alice in Wonderland. I mean, I guess you could make a rhythm. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <cadence>. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Al Wu is a lot easier to Google search and um, yeah. type in for the website. So it's just five characters A L space W U. Easy peasy. Boom. You can do it with one hand. There you go. <laughs> So, uh, what's this first song that you'll be showing us called? Um, the first song is um, called Brilliance. Mm. And um, I'm actually shooting a video for that. Nice. Um, in the, well, it should be coming out pretty soon <laughs> at this point. Nice. Uh, but it's in, like, it's in production, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it too much. I feel like I just kind of want to. Yeah, just let it happen. Right on. Well, here is Alice in Wonderland with Brilliance. Ain't that enough? Too black, but not black enough. Politicians, they be acting up. They ain't getting pushed back enough. Huh? So, what polis you working? Huh? What purpose you serving? Shit. How many kids you got? Hmm. And what is they learning? You went the whipping the swerving. You went the women the carving the traps and the burning. You walk in the trap, you get trapped in the certain. They want us all trapped and they happy to serve. Shit. I don't give a fuck about that. You stacks. I give a fuck about blacks. I give a fuck about us. This God body and God I trust. <laughs> fuck about your paper. They ain't no power. They tell you what you worth and pay the hour. If not that, they want you whipping powder. Make the wrong move, you get watched from a tower. I'm trying to switch up the route up. I'm trying to show you your power is never a now. I'm trying to switch up the route up. I'm trying to show you your power is never a now. And that's brilliance. I want my team in the millions. I want my life with no sailors. If I got a slag on my valence, I just, I just, I just, I want the brilliance. I want the team in the millions. I want the life with no sailors. If I got a slag on my valence, I just, I just, I just, I want the brilliance. Better than BBSs. These niggas BBSing. 
Damn, these rappers BBSing. Whoa, act like they can't see the blessing. This is better than BBS. Yeah, these niggas BBSing. Whoa, these rappers BBSing. Shit, act like they can't see the blessing. Say I ain't hood enough, I ain't good enough. Think I'm worried about locos? I'll sharpen the focus. I'm something like logos. Yeah, I put that on everything. Love above everything. Watch me put that on everything. Love above everything. Woo, woo. And love got the wet and rain. Love myself. I love my city. Loving my globe and I'm loving who with me. Mama said these devils try to tempt me. Watch them get the clip into the empty. They get the shells. I'm on the beach. They heart is cold. We got the heat. Kissed by the sun. Happy to be. I ain't choose, but I'm happy I'm me. You break, but you could be greater. You check ATI like you from Decatur. I'm checking for mail. I want all my paper. The food is for free. They just pay me to cater. I'm trying to switch up the router. I'm trying to show you your power. It's never enough. I'm trying to switch up the router. I'm trying to put on your crown. Yo, it's never enough. It's brilliant. I want the team in the millions. I want the life with no sailors. If I got a slick on my feelings, I just, I just, I just, I want the brilliance. I want the team in the millions. I want the life with no sailors. If I got a slick on my feelings, I just, I just, I just, I want the brilliance. Better than VVS's. These niggas be BBSing, damn, these crackers BBSing. Wow, act like they can see the blessing. This is better than VVS's, yeah. These people BBSing, politicians BBSing. Act like they can see the blessing. Alice in Wonderland with brilliance. And may I say, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant stuff. Appreciate it. That felt smooth. I don't think I've ever like faded in before <laughs> with my voice. I felt I felt it. I was feeling it. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. Uh so what what kind of inspired you to to write that one? To put that one together? Um well, I call the the stuff that I've been working on untrapped. Um and it's a hashtag U N T R A P T. But uh, I mean, just so you can like find how to spell what I'm talking about. But um, because, and I, I really was intentional about the songs on this project because um, I wanted to make music that I feel like sounds like 
what's on the radio. Mm -hmm. You know, just if you're, you know, riding and cruising and listening to what the masses are listening to. Um, But then not that, you know. So Mm -hmm. it's like it's like trap music, but not quite, you know. Um, So it got another level to it. Yeah, yeah. So Another layer. That's it. It's, that's the that's the point of Untrapped, and that's mm-hmm. the, the the songs on on the project. Mm-hmm. So uh, you released an EP this year. Uh, is it an EP or a record or I don't know? People call them all sorts of different things. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's an EP. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I always feel like if I get it wrong, I'm like offending someone. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it's uh, called Bars. Yes. Uh, talk a little bit about the uh, the uh, production of that and how and how. Putting that together, um, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, I was I was really going for a particular sound, um, and uh, the producers that I work with actually like I. This wasn't like a locally produced project, which is, um, I mean, you know, that that's not like the the future of what I'm trying to do. But that's just kind of how this this particular one worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, folks were kind of from all over the place um, in terms of the the producers of the project, but the guys who who uh, did the recording of it, uh, guy G Ali um, with Bread Boy Studios, I feel like did a really really phenomenal job with uh, the sound. That that track "Brilliance" that you heard was um, engineered by this guy named Chad Roto, and um, with Soundwave Studios, and um, you know just a just a really really uh, talented talented engineer and producer and and uh uh writer himself so um it was cool to to work with those folks and to work with um like my 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 brother we um we're actually working on a the joint project um and he's my favorite rapper so, your brother yeah <laughs> um uh, Who's, uh what's your brother's name uh king call uh-huh. oh okay um, yeah, he's on he's on uh one of your tracks yeah yeah so um, we're working, yeah, we're working on a project together. So, and I think the stuff that, that we do, that we create is just really, really cool and, uh, and magical stuff. And I don't know of any like brother, sister rap duo. Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson, but they're not rappers. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice though. But you know, if that's who we're contending with, hey, hey. you know, <laughs> hey, we're in a, right. We're just in a yeah. league of our own. That's cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can either. Interesting. Yeah, it's like a lot, lots of rap duos. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say lots of rap duos, but yeah, brothers, yeah. yeah. But like, not a brother-sister brother, rap duo. So. Hmm. Um, but either way, yeah, that, that project is on its way. Um, that's a, um, we're called Noble Savage nice. <laughs> as, a, as a duo. Um, but uh, I don't know, in terms of uh, producing bars, it really, um, how long? I mean, I don't know. Most of the, the songs all came to me um pretty quickly these were the songs on this project were ones that kind of just came out like boop 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 you know when i <laughs> when i found the song you know when i found uh, a song i felt like really matched the vibe i was going for mm-hmm. um they all came out pretty organically so um yeah i don't know it was really fun uh, i started recording some some other stuff in fact uh there's a song that we're going to be getting into that uh, is on some new stuff too, mm. so I'm really excited about sharing that. Um, you have a new EP coming out soon, according to your website, called yeah. "Wrapped in Noir." Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Um, the "Wrapped in Noir" is um, it's a jazz project. Ooh. Um, like I'm a I'm a jazz fan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my parents are like they're both music teachers so like I grew up around a lot of like music nerd type stuff mm-hmm. um and uh jazz is about as music nerd as you it can is it really, <laughs> like, like it, classical music or jazz like you can go one of the two ways and they're both pretty equally nerdy like that's really nerdy but I mean I'll take it I'll take it um uh, it actually, you know, it took me a while to get into jazz, actually, and I mean, not like I didn't it like it, but it was like it's like old people music, yeah. you know, and um, but and it I, doesn't, um, it doesn't really stimulate the same way that like pop music might. You yeah, know? it's like a different kind of a, a feeling you have to be in to listen to it. Yeah, but you know, I think. I, I kind of stumbled upon jazz that really hit me. It started with like vocal jazz, you know. Yeah. And because um, my dad is more like instrumental, so it was like that was kind of all I was getting. And then when I started to listen to more singers, I was like, okay, this is a cool little vibe. And then that kind of yeah, it got me moving. Like I can, I'll, I'll dig deeper into this. But like right now, um, I think like jazz and hip hop is in a is in a really cool place. Oh yeah. Um, and like there's a there's a jazz artist uh, this trumpet player named Christian Scott Christian Atunde Ajwa. Um he goes by actually and um his his stuff is just like you grew up listening to rap, I can tell in your jazz, you know, and that um it's I don't know, it's just a really cool and exciting uh vibe for me. And really um cool. that's that's kinda like the vibe for the Rap de Noir project. Yeah. Um it's like yes, it's very jazz. It is jazz jazz. <laughs> but yeah. it's also like hip hop. You know, yeah, so. it's 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 really cool when like because like you know though he kind of started at very the, s- similar places mm-hmm. those two genres and then they and they kind of branched off into their own thing and now I feel like a lot of more artists are kind of fusing them back together and making some amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Flying Lotus in particular like stands out to me. Yeah, yeah, as doing that kind of stuff. Kendrick Lamar as well. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's just really great stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. So, so your album or your upcoming EP is uh, is kind of like that. It's a fusion of the both. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Very exciting. When can we expect that? Um, November of this year. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Two in one year. Yeah. So um, slow down. Actually, you know what? This it's uh it's a it's a mixtape project. So oh, cool. it's not um because like the songs that and when I'm like writing the stuff, I I write to the song that I'm writing to so intimately like mm-hmm. it's not I can't just put it on any other song so I was listening to jazz <laughs> and I was like okay I'm gonna try to write a rap over this and let's see how this goes mm-hmm. um so really um it's just a, the, what's what's happening rap de noir is just sharing um these songs because I I can't I can't put them you know <laughs> I can't reuse these uh, I can't reuse these words. Mm-hmm. I can't reuse the the flow of them. So yeah, yeah. So uh, what's this next song you'll be showing us? Um, the next song I'm gonna get into is um, actually off of. Um, well, this is kind of one of these introductory midway releases that's gonna come out before Wrapped and War. Um, mm-hmm. This song is called Motive All Commas, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, Motive All Commas is pretty much about. Um, having to make money and, um, how you do what you have to do to make it in, you know, (laughs) in good ways and bad ways and maybe ways that we can rethink about how money is, um, I don't know. 
I, I hope that it challenges you to think about <laughs> uh, how money affects us, cool. you know. And awesome. that's it. All right. Well, here is Mode of All Commas by Alice in Wonderland. Ow, what it do? Do. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm to it all. Mode of All Commas. Commas. <laughs> yeah. Got Z in the building. What's up? Uh, uh. Look, look. Uh, uh. My reflection look like God body. The game sick, my aim more like a hot toddy. These rappers will do anything if the price is right. Watch me bring it down like I'm Rod Roddy. Call, call, shoddy, and we ride along. Either you love it or you hate it, yo, what side you on? I used to act all shot, nigga Al Capone. And now I'm killing niggas like a Sal Capone. Yeah, and freeing blacks like the massacre. on it. a problem right there, little homies got their mask wrong. Master Hallelujah, hell, it always right, the mask is wrong. Throw some D's on the marks and get the Motive all commas. smooth that time <laughs> <laughs> it was still good it was still good <laughs> man <laughs> well thank you so much for being on the show al Wu. oh absolutely thank you for having super me super awesome and where can people find more from you um you can find me on my website uh and download music and all that good stuff at www.alwu. well actually a-l-dash-w-u.com so oh yeah 
alwu.com. A-L- we should just call it triple U. W, yeah. <laughs> Instead of W-U, just triple U. I right. But yeah, that and uh, uh, on Instagram as well uh, at wonderwhy. That's W-U-N-D-R dot Y. Nice. So Why? Why? <laughs> why? Why wonder why? Exactly. (laughs) I wonder why. Well, we will be back after this break with Daniel Peppercorn, host of the WEMU radio show, Pep in Your Step. Be right back. My axe spray like a oozy show. You know how we'll be plenty proof. These goose, they bruise. God gave me bars. Gave bars to the I and create your world. Just created the new me. Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. Uh, I am joined by Al Wu. Hey, hey. How's Woo-woo. it going? Woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also joined by Daniel Peppercorn, host of the WEMU radio show Pep in Your Step, which is geared towards power walkers between the time of day 2.45 p.m. to 3.15 p.m. As long as there's nothing more uh, significant in the news. Yes. Uh, some these your show off. I mean, especially feel like maybe in the last couple of years, your show would get like uh, cut off a lot. Yeah, unfortunately, we average probably about um, three episodes only per month. Whoa. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, you know, Al, we was talking earlier about jazz, and we play quite a bit of jazz on uh, WEMU. And, oh, nice. You know, you wouldn't think that was necessarily news, but someone finds a hidden Louis Armstrong song, mm. and next thing you know, uh, Pep in Your Step is bumped. Um, so but, it's not even necessarily like big world news. It's just like, uh, oh, like oh, we found this cool trek, and or hey, look at a, there's like a block party happening with dogs. Yeah, I've I've learned over time the bar is uh, pretty low for bumping me off of the uh, yeah. the airwaves. Unfortunately, that is unfortunate. Yeah. So power walkers in the in the Ypsilanti area, they're like they're not getting a lot of uh, love. Yeah, I mean I, uh, you know, and our show is pretty much the only thing going. I. Like to say, I control about two thirds of the market share, depending if uh, Marcy's listening or not. Um, so, yeah, I mean, pepping your step just started as a kind of a fun way to just give people a taste of Michigan. Um, yeah. Kind of like Al, I'm I'm a, a transplant as well. I moved from uh, Iowa from Decatur, which I think I heard in one of your lyrics. Oh. Uh, maybe yeah, I heard yeah. Decatur. Yes, I, I did. I was trying to make I that did. make that out, but I did hear uh, Decatur come up, and that's actually my hometown. Wow. Um, Serendipity. Nice. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to Cater. I uh, I moved to uh, Michigan in the in the late '60s, which was kind of a kind of a crazy time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What happened? What was going on? There was like, yeah, there was a lot of crazy stuff happening. Just in uh, a lot of tri- people don't remember a lot of trains everywhere. People didn't really drive as much. Yeah. Just trains um, all over the place. Um, Did but, you move here after or before the riots? 
It was uh, right during. The day of? Right during, the, the exact day of. Wow. Exa- exactly. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, yeah, but amazing. Yeah, I mean, that's just Bad, kind of, poor timing. <laughs> kind of my luck. Um, yeah. If I were doing the show back then, it probably would have been bumped that day. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> that probably encouraged the pep in the step, too, you know. I also, I also don't think your show w- would exist because I don't think, I don't know that power walking would have existed back then. And also portable radio devices also didn't exist back then. Yeah, people, it was really the 90s was kind of the renaissance of confidence in walking. Um, that's when people really <laughs> got a little bit more aggressive with it. Yeah. You know, not at the level of a jog. It's grunge music. Um, but really at the level of a confident walk. Which Power is walking really is about. the grunge music of walking. It is. There's a little bit of like, you know, F you to the man. Yeah. Uh, in, in, a, in a good power walk. Which... So uh, tell me a little bit about what your show actually is. So, so it's geared towards power walkers, but what is it geared towards people who are currently power walking or is it like a forum for people who do power walk? You know, it's just a little uh, power walking is all about going outside and exploring, yeah. you know, what's out there. And uh, mm-hmm. when I first moved to Michigan, um, I was actually pretty savagely beaten up in, uh, in Milan. Okay. Um, because I pronounce it Milan. Oh, yeah. And yep. one of my first introductions to Michigan was just discovering how many uh, traps there are. Mm-hmm. There are so many cities and towns in Michigan, whether it's Celine or Milan or you know Traverse City. There's a lot of traps in this state mm-hmm. um, where you get it wrong, and suddenly local thugs are um, <laughs> are taken to you with a with a bat or, or some yep. other you know something else they can find. So that was my really my introduction, and I said I got to learn the history of this state. Yep. Don't catch yourself in Mackinac pronouncing it Mackinac. I mean. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's a there's a lot that can go wrong when you uh, when you meet people. Yeah. Um, in general, but specifically when you try to pronounce the place that they live in. And you um, live in Ypsilanti. I do. Yeah. 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 I live in Ypsilanti. One. I was like, let me take the one that is kind of your best guess at how it actually is pronounced, yeah. but um, but it is one heck of a spelling. But um, I'm sure you you got your 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 booty beat so many times that you probably were really nervous. I was moving to Ypsilanti was. Um, was definitely scary um, for me. I, uh, you know, it took me a while to strike up the confidence to make an attempt mm-hmm. at the pronunciation of the of the yeah. name. You're just like, it. oh, I'm in the Y. I'm in the Y. Yeah. The YP. Yeah. Um, which is is because really it's good for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, people, um, you know, people can kind of sniff out when you're not a local. That's oh, what yeah. I found and. Mm-hmm. Al, I don't know if you experienced this. You you were saying earlier about coming here and, uh, you know, discovering the accent can yeah. be a giveaway. Um, it is. It is. It is. Especially being from Decatur. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you probably. What did your voice sound like too. when you were from Decatur? Can well, it was kind of more of like a, um, like a, kind of like a respectful. Um, yeah. Like if Kevin Spacey's character in um, moved from the Carolinas to. <laughs> Iowa and mm. was like having to go to a caucus. I think caucus is a good word to kind of say in, in Iowa, um, since they kind of get the whole say of who gets to be uh, voted in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of you know over time you drop that. Yeah. Um, you kind of pick up a little. It's hard to maintain your own speaking voice and not get lured in by the kind of crackly radio voice. You were talking about that earlier, yeah. Michael. Yeah. Do you have a uh, different voice you do on the radio? I'm very self-conscious about that. I sometimes think I get a little bit more. You know, if I know Marcy's yeah. listening, and I got and I and uh, shout out to Marcy Adams on uh, West at West uh, Marshall Street. Mm. Um, if she's listening, I kind of soften because um, I've I've actually been um, I think single for the last year and a half. You think single? Well, um, 
<laughs> what my, do you mean you think single? My wife and I actually unconsciously uh, uncoupled. Oh, what does that mean? Is, um, that's when you're uh, you wake up and there's divorce papers. Mm. Um, I mean, that sounds conscious on one person's behalf. <laughs> yeah. So on my end, it was an unconscious uh, uncoupling. Yeah. On her end, it seemed pretty conscious, and yeah. I, I haven't seen her. Pretty um, predetermined. I haven't seen her since, but um, wow. But yeah, that was. Uh, that I mean, was difficult, don't you need but... to see each other for the divorce to be like finalized? Well, that's the thing; it hasn't happened yet. Oh. I haven't seen her since, and no one has heard or seen from her. Um, but I did have some, you know, some uh, divorce papers that kind of just suggest that she's probably off somewhere safe. Do you did was was your relationship strained before that? It was. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we were we were. Uh, I was thinking about the. Um, is it mode of all commas? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I mean, I think you know when you're hosting a radio show that is half an hour, mm-hmm. three to four times a month, depending on any new jazz music or news that might occur. And believe it or not, there is quite a bit of news. Um, you know, you you uh, you got to figure something out. So the gig economy has it kind of became a strain yeah. on our marriage. Yep. Is that uh, all you do? Yeah. It's a lot of what I do. Um, I've tried to multitask it, though, so I often walk dogs while picking uh, grocery items for Instacart. Okay. Um, I've kind of found a way to hack it in that way. So yeah. I'll, uh, um, if, you go to real, if you go to a progressive supermarket like a Whole Foods, yeah. uh-huh. they're not as, you know, if you just put a vest on the dog, they're not, you know, they're not real keen to kick you out. Um, it's hard to convince them you have three service dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I find that you can, um, just kind of get away with it a little bit more. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It seems like it'd be tough to multitask that if anywhere other than maybe a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's a Kroger is a real, uh, you know, right wing kind of <laughs> They don't like dogs. Establishment. <laughs> they don't like Even dogs. service dogs. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're tough at Kroger. Wow. Um, yeah. Good to know. Have you seen the sushi chefs at Kroger too? I, I've seen them. Yeah, that, I, I thought that was pretty interesting. That was the best part of moving out to Michigan from Iowa was the um, was the sushi. Actually, it's one of my favorite. No, yeah, the Kroger Michigan sushi? sushi. There's something that you know. Have you heard about it? Michigan sushi is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like a good thing. It's a thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I've had it. Before. It's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> it exists. <laughs> Al, is there anything uh, when you do you get home at all to to where you're originally from? You said. Um, you know, I haven't been to Oklahoma. The last time I was in Oklahoma was a, maybe like 2010. Oh. So it's been a while. I we were going to say it was a Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, um, I haven't. I haven't. But you know, um, I have some like family land that's out there. Mm. So, uh, you, like, I you need have to get out there. Well, it's in, well, my, it's my mom's uh-huh. now at this point. So, um, it's being like rented out, but it's like, I want to I want to see what's going on. I want to see my land personally. Yeah, I've you know I've, I moved when I was a baby. I've never really seen this. Everybody else is like, yeah, you know, yeah, there's a lot. So I'm like, I want to see what's up. Someone told me actually recently on the show that Oklahoma's can be Oklahoma's got some like hip towns actually. I don't believe that. No, I'm just I, kidding. I forget who told me that now. Uh, no, you know, it probably does, though, because I feel like everything kind of hit a place where we've kind of like crossed over in technology. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and. Everything is, it's not hard for like a small town to be sweet, quote in quote, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so, yeah, it makes sense that it looks like, I don't know, I, I won't like over, over again, like it looks like New York, it, you know, <laughs> no, but yeah, that probably looks all right. How was growing up in Decatur? You know, it was, um, it was a challenge for sure. Um, there is not as much to do as there is in, in uh, Ypsilanti, that's no. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially being so close to Ann Arbor. 
yeah, being close to Ann Arbor, being close to, um, you know, obviously Detroit. Um, yeah. There's a lot more out here I find that you can do. Um, you know, Decatur is tough if you are, um, you know, really into obscure topics. You know, if you're if you're really a power walker kind of a guy or you just have just, just weird interests, mm-hmm. um, off-season apple picking, if you just do <laughs> things that don't fit the norm of what society thinks you should be, it's yeah. a very tough place to be. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I suspect that's changed a bit, but that's kind of how it was for me growing up way back. So, um, so how about how about this relationship with this uh, Marcy person? Uh, is is Marcy single? Well, um, you know, I um, the, now that you say that, there has been a um, Hyundai Sonata mm. in front of her house frequently. Um, license plate uh, JL three. <laughs> UK four, yeah, um, and I've yet to um, uh, to be able to cross reference that with someone in, in local law enforcement to kind of get a feel for um, if that is a gentleman caller or if that's just a Sonata that happens to be there. Uh, I mean, there's really, if you think about, it, there's a lot of reasons a Sonata could be in front of your house. Yeah, um, but if it's a man, I'm concerned. Um, so I'm I'm hopeful, but increasingly pessimistic yeah about things with with marcy it'd probably help if i just took the courageous step to talk to her in person versus um passively leaving messages for her on the radio so you've never spoken to to each other in person before we have not spoken in in person she um sent a piece of fan mail Mm. uh years ago uh and kind of just talked about where her life was and how important power walking and historical facts about cities in Michigan mm-hmm. was to her at that moment. And it helped her get through a really difficult time um, in her life um, where she had um, actually uh, tripped and tore her ACL. Mm-hmm. Thought she would never um, power walk power again. Walk again. Wow, she wow. thought at best she would medium walk. <laughs> regular know, walk. Just regular walking was, <laughs> you know, uh, being realistic at that moment. And it really helped her. Uh, but I was obviously married at the time. Yeah. Um, and so now that I've unconsciously Stars uncoupled. Stars weren't aligned. Yeah. You, you, you kind of wonder yeah. if, it, if it could be something. And uh, does she still listen to your show? I'd like to um, think that she is that second person um, out of the three power walkers. <laughs> um, I try to keep tabs on, you know, unfortunately we're a couple years out from a new census. Mm. So I don't know if anyone new has come in with power walking. I've, I've been petitioning hard for better data yeah. from the government so I could better understand my audience. Yeah. Um, Have you ever considered maybe doing your own market research? What would that be? Uh, putting out a poll on Facebook or something oh. or pamphleting. The yeah. malls, I was thinking. Malls. You know, really just really hitting the malls in is, the morning. Is there a difference between mall walking and power walking, though? It's an interesting question. There's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of tension that I feel <laughs> in the air. Um since 2016, which I think is mostly based on that dynamic <laughs> yeah. between mall walkers and power walkers. Yeah. I, I kind of, I just feel like the nation is tense right now. Yeah. Um, and I get it. Cause if you're in a mall, everything's closing around you. Um, you know, your lane Bryant's are, are shutting down your, um, Sephora's are shutting down yep. your Sears, which is just as American as it gets. Yep. Kmart. You know, Kmart. Um, they're all closing. Um, now power walkers are outside 
uh, but they're dealing with global warming. Yep. So I mean, yeah. there's a lot of tension there. There's not a there's not a real good answer to yeah. do you take it do you take <clears throat> it indoors or outdoors. You don't think that there was anything else that might happen in 2016 that might have caused some sort of political tension um, in the world? I'm trying to think. There was a pretty heated um, uh, town council race <laughs> yeah. um, that shook out. There were a lot of debates about um, potholes, and um, it got really heated. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't think of anything else in 2016 that was notable. Great. Yeah. Um, Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Al. How do you how do you market yourself as a as an artist? I mean, there's probably a lot I could learn from you. Oh, yeah. well, that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. Um, really, you just have to let people know that you're that you're out here doing it. You know, I think. I mean, you having a radio show is 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 a. I mean, I guess it's a step, but. Um, Flyers, maybe. I really yeah. don't do too much flyers, but I guess, honestly, it's more like internet in real life. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. when you get out and you actually, when you are able to make one connection, then that connection kind of grows to the next one. So I don't know. I think if I were you, I would really try to reach out to to Marcy and and really start. You know, if if Marcy's listening, you know, start with her because that you know maybe you could. She could be like a foot soldier, you know, and yeah. like mm-hmm. get her out here and spreading the word. It's all about getting people to believe in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is doing something that people want to look for. Okay. You know? uh, okay. So, I mean, have you ever considered pivoting from, from power walking? Whoa. Hmm. What are you, uh, <laughs> what are you saying? And I, I'm, I'm, I, I okay, I'm not, I've not, I was never, I'm not going to claim that I was ever very in tune with the world of power walking. Mm-hmm. But I feel like power walking it might be coming a, a little out of fashion. I feel like people might be doing some more jogging I think so. or running or yoga. Um, yoga, Pilates, those yeah. are big. Those are really big now. Um uh CrossFit P90X. Um you you're you look you're shaking in in rage it appears. Yeah. I just, you know, I've Built a small empire, but very it is an small, empire. Very small empire. Um, I'm just. Do you think that people in Ypsilanti are going to learn about these other ways of working out? Is that? I think they're doing I, that a I little think bit they more. Might than, know. Yeah. I think the cat might be out of the bag. Yeah, I think they might already be ahead of the game on that. Oh boy, you don't think that? Um, you don't think that Marcy is dabbling in the dark arts of yoga? <laughs> Pilates. Perhaps. It's possible. It's I don't very know. popular. I don't know, but I, I was considering doing yoga this morning and I don't think I've ever considered doing oh my power God. walking. Sorry. You know, we were talking about hard to pronounce things. I've had so much damage from that subject that I worried for years it would be called pilates or <laughs> pilates or something. Yeah, don't be um, careful when you're saying that around midtown Detroit. <laughs> pilates. Someone might kick your ass. Okay. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't need that uh, in my life. I've got enough physical and emotional damage yeah. from that era. Um, but yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I, the word of mouth idea is sticking with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I recently came across a good opportunity. Someone told me about something similar to that, where it's like you sell, you you get one person mm-hmm. to kind of start selling stuff for you, right, and then they start. <laughs> Uh, finding other people that they can get to sell stuff for them. Yeah. And then those people get people to sell stuff for them. Yeah. It's called yeah, a pyramid scheme. Yeah. 
No, no, no. This was um, this was um, these were these were um, like beauty products. Yes. Um, like Mary Kay. It was um, a lot of like Israeli sea salts. Okay. Um, but it was interesting because I'm you know there I picture me here I am in uh, Whole Foods with two dogs shopping for a stranger. Yeah. I mean you know. Uh, it, it was clear I was a hard worker, and I think this person in 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 the aisle just saw some potential in me. So I think I am going to dabble in this. I I I, 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 I pyramid scheme as far as marketing yourself. I mean, as long as you're at the top of your own individual pyramid, it's not really a pyramid scheme per se. If everyone has a pyramid, <laughs> then it's then it is a it's a pure it's pyramids scheme. <laughs> okay. There there can be more than one pyramid. If you, if you... <laughs> no, mm. Alwu, you seem skeptical. I mean. There, there's logic behind it. There's, I hear the logic. Okay, I know. hear, lo- I hear logic, but maybe I'm. I don't know if it's good logic. Maybe, maybe I'm. You know, uh, just just thinking that uh, that that Jenny left me uh, alone because of uh, of money. You know that maybe that was the problem. And I know you were in your music talking about money, and I, I'm seeing that more and more that people want. You know, they want you know, consistent housing, they want vehicles, they want food. And, and, and I'm, I'm seeing that that's, that's clear in music. It seems clear in my personal life as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Hey, Hey, I mean it, it, but you know, don't, don't look at the, at the downside, you know I mean? It's, 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 uh, it's positives in it too, you know, that, I mean, yeah, you can still get, things though mm-hmm. and maybe not just cars and material yeah. things but like you know the have a rich life yeah like a rich rich per, uh, heart yeah exactly <clears throat> we just all got to build our own pyramid you know yeah well thank you so much for being on the show today uh um, um daniel yeah hey thanks so much um you know with the uh there's apparently a lot of activity in uh, dc so i don't think i'll my show will be on the air yeah for probably the next week uh, until uh, this FBI investigation concludes, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, it might pe- be a little longer than that. Pep in your step, um, you know, two thirty, two thirty, two forty-five, depending on the jazz tracks to three fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ten percent chance of hearing me if it's Monday to Friday during that time frame. Well, you said, uh, yeah, you you said you 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 do like three shows a month. Usually average. I do all of them, so I do thirty, but three are usually aired. Um, yeah, I learned that one the hard way. <laughs> do you you ever consider making it a podcast? What's that? You're on one. For yeah, starters. right now. This is a podcast. Please. Oh, I just came because I heard there'd be uh, two other people here, and that's kind of the. <laughs> those are usually the numbers. That you, didn't, I... you didn't think about the fact that you're talking to a microphone this... with cans on. Oh wow. <laughs> Glad you didn't tell me before. I would have been nervous if I knew this was going to go out to people. I feel like I did tell you when I asked you to be on, but I yeah. feel like you forgot. That's true. Something got lost in translation. See, I'm always mis- misinterpreting. Yeah. It's kind of a theme for me. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Daniel. Uh, and people can check you out on WEMU at... 2.45 to 3.15 on weekdays. Sometimes. Sometimes on weekdays. Just check it out. Just Always on weekdays, but sometimes on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Al Wu, people can find you at your website. Yes. www.al-wu.com. Yes. And any any shows coming up after the release of this, <laughs> this show? 
I know uh, it's, we're kind of a bit out from when this will actually be released. Uh, I can't think about it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'll be in L.A. in oh. uh, in early November. Nice. So, Why? Yeah. Um, actually, it's all kind of like birthday celebrations. Nice. <laughs> but uh, I, I know a lot of folks who are out there in the film and television industry. So just slinking up and, you know, nice. try to drop some Is that songs. Is Louisiana or Los Angeles? <laughs> Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. And uh, what is this last song to be showing us uh, called? Uh, this last song is called Comeback. Um, there's a yes. music video out now oh, to yeah. Comeback. Uh, if you'd like to check it out. And yeah. It's a really good music video. I can attest to that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So here is Alice in Wonderland with Comeback. We will be back next week with more fun. Shows and hoes, feelings. Style tighter than a fresh head and silly. Flow meaner than a million feelings. Up, up, no, I don't see no signs. No walls either. Team is building. So we're getting these. It's all my children. Four thousands of years the ends been nearing. For a while, my bars and they've been searing. Niggas acting like they don't hear it. Like they do God. Isn't that odd? You make photo, I expose you a fraud. Laugh these rappers, yeah, this verse is a job. Fucking comeback, yeah, yeah. That's a comeback. That's a motherfucking comeback. They don't want that, nah, nigga. That's a comeback, yeah. That's a motherfucking comeback. Comeback. That's a comeback. That's a motherfucking comeback. They don't want that. This McGrady type goes for the win. I'ma start that turn over again. This comeback season, flip over your grand, flip over the table, fucking with the end. I break bread for the fam. You break bread for these lambs. Get your weight up, yeah, yeah. In a buku, I lax in the yeah. buku. Raising your bread like it's two schools. Leave my mark on the scene, nigga. That's a wolf's clue. What up? Yeah, that's a comeback. Uh, that's a motherfucking comeback. Uh, uh, that's a comeback. That's a motherfucking comeback. They don't want that, nah, nigga. That's a comeback. Uh, that's a motherfucking comeback. Uh, uh, that's a comeback. That's a motherfucking comeback. Uh, this McGrady type goes for the win. This I'ma start that turn over again. This comeback season. Nah.
shit now. Act like they do. Want that shit, want that shit. I don't Ah, want that shit. Ah, want that shit, want that shit. Ah, act like they do, but they don't. Want that shit. Ah, act like they do, but they don't. Want that shit, want that shit. Ah, nah. Michael Debris Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow, that was great.